Hello everyone, thank you for listening. This is the Football Betting Podcast, your home of tips, insight and discussion to inform your weekly accumulators. I'm your host Tom Pipkin, I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hey guys, welcome to the show, thanks for taking the time to tune in. Uh, last week of the EFL season, well regular season. That's right, last week of the regular EFL season. Um, the show is, as ever, sponsored by our partners at SpreadX. All the odds we read out on the show for you today are courtesy of SpreadX, and you can get yourself a £25 uh, free bet offer if you go to spreadx.com forward slash FBP. So, yeah, uh, last weekend of the regular season of the EFL, um, the games are kind of scattered all over the weekend. We've got Premier League still as normal. We've got playoffs to come. We've got a few more Premier League games. So this isn't the last show, but it is uh, the end of the normal season. So still some things to play for across the EFL, uh, which we'll cover as we go through the show. But we'll start in the Prem and we'll start on Friday night. It's Leicester against Newcastle. Leicester are obviously the favourites for this one. They're two to five. Do you reckon that's uh, a justified price and do you reckon they'll win? I think it's a justified price. Not sure if I fancy them enough to be honest with you I know they've won three of the last four games but you know we, we've spoke before haven't we about Leicester being a little bit shaky at home and and even though Newcastle are not pulling up any trees this is possibly the best we've seen them I think in in the last uh, month or so so yeah for me I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Leicester get the win but there's that FA Cup final Tom do they have their minds on it yet is it creeping into the back of of uh, managerial and coaching decisions and player decisions, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe. I think, you know, Leicester, well, in particular, more so than if it was uh, another top six club, I think Leicester will be more fully focused, I think, on securing their top four place in the Champions League. I don't think they're going to let up this weekend. Um, Oh, so you're you're tipping them for the win then? I think they would. Yeah, I think they'll win. Um, I don't know whether I'll be back in two to five on the nose is another question, but um, I think if you're looking for potentially more value, we spoke about Ian Nacho last week, um, 14 goals in his last 15 games now, uh, evens to get on the score sheet. So might be an alternative uh, way into this game with a bit more value. Like it. Moving on to Saturday then, Leeds against Tottenham kicks us off. Leeds priced at 13-5, to the draws 14-5 to and Spurs at evens. I just don't trust Spurs, especially at evens. You know, Leeds look quite a big price to me at 13-5 to and we've seen in recent weeks at Ellen Road, Leeds have drawn Man United, they've drawn Liverpool, they've beat Manchester City away. Um, so they're on a good recent run of form and... You know, Tottenham, in a bit of disarray, obviously, Ryan Mason has taken over. They won against Sheffield United 4-0 last week, as a lot of people expected they would. Uh, but this is a much, much tougher game. And evens, I'll be shying well away from Spurs. Yeah, I, I mean, we've got three games as a sample size for Ryan Mason. We've got two wins at home against Tottenham and Sheffield United. Uh, sorry, against Southampton and Sheffield United. Sheffield United, one of the worst teams in Premier League history. Southampton are on one of the most alarming slides I've possibly ever seen uh, at this at this level. And then you've got a spineless loss to Man City. 
So not really sure why you would be back in Tottenham. And as we've said with Leeds before, bagger revels, and you've rightly uh, pointed out that they've done well recently against the so-called uh, big sides. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's move to Sheffield United Palace then. Shall we move straight on from Sheffield United Palace? <laughs> no, uh, because I want to dive right into it and talk about it because this is under 2.5. This is the captain of under 2.5. It's 8 to 13. Um, so odds on with our partners at SpreadX. It is going to be a horror show of a game. Uh, three of the last five Palace games under 2.5. The other two from that five-game run were against Chelsea and Man City. So I'm giving them a little bit of leeway there. And then Sheffield United, two of their last five under 2.5. And you might think, you know, that's not enough for yourself. Uh, two of the other three against Arsenal and Spurs. So what that shows me is against the bigger sides, these two, you know, understandably let quite a few in but against the sides in and around them maybe in that lower half uh, under 2.5 has been trending well and 8-13 odds on understandably uh, so yeah okay I like that completely agree Man City Chelsea then up next massive game uh, obviously these two sides will meet again in the Champions League final in a few weeks time Um 19 to 20 for City to get the win here at home, 12 to 5 for the draw, and 16 to 5 for Chelsea. Uh, I just don't know, to be honest, result wise. I'm thinking again, potentially we look under 2.5, and that's more so the Chelsea factor. Uh, seven consecutive Chelsea games under 2.5. Even beyond that, they've had a lot of games under 2.5. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I really don't know with this. I'm torn. Yeah, um, I just think there's there's so there's so much to have a look at here. This is such a cloak and dagger kind of game. This. Um, so first of all, obviously we've got the Champions League final. So this is a dress rehearsal, of course, right? Um, yeah. Man City could possibly win the Premier League this weekend. So you've got that to think about. The the whole kind of Champions League, you're not going to want to show your hand too much. We've got Pep Roulette. We've got Aguero's uh, kind of running, coming to an end. How much time are they going to give him from a sentimental value? Uh, there are so many question marks with this game. I just don't know why you would be looking into it because there's so much in the air. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, let's move on then. Liverpool against Southampton, three to ten for Liverpool, nineteen to four for the draw, and seventeen to two for Southampton. Um, I think three to ten for Liverpool, even though obviously Liverpool aren't on the best run of form, chasing top four, need to get some points on the board. And against Southampton, they've got a fantastic opponent. You've already mentioned this show that they're on a really, really bad run and have been for months now. So. Um, I would expect nothing else than a, than a comfortable Liverpool win. You know, they've they've been good against Southampton in particular at Anfield in the last few seasons. A uh, couple of 3-0 wins and a 4-0 win in the last few games. So uh, it tends to be a, a good game for Liverpool. Fair enough. Um, yeah, the, there's something that I want to read out for those people that like to go with trends. And I've mentioned before that trends can end, you know, and they do end. So... 
we've spoke on this pod before. In 2021, uh, teams to score at Anfield include Aston Villa, Newcastle, Fulham, Brighton and Burnley. Liverpool, again, yeah, Tom, they're playing against uh, Southampton, a team that I'm not impressed with at all. Uh, Liverpool to win and both teams to score is 8-15. So if you think that uh, trend is going to continue, that looks like a a good way of getting some value there. Uh, But remember, Liverpool will keep a clean sheet eventually um, against these kind of mid to lower table sides. So something to think about. Uh, Danny Ings, obviously uh, a little bit rusty slash bit of a doubt. Um, Ibrahima Diallo played uh, up front the other night. So that's also something to look at. Yeah, absolutely. Moving into Sunday then, uh, kicked off with Wolves against Brighton. Wolves 12-5, to the draw 9-4 to and Brighton 6-5. to We say it every week, I'm going to say it again, I have no idea when Wolves are involved. Um, don't know. I'm happy to move on from this. Yeah, Bright- Brighton too. Brighton too. I've seen Brighton play some absolutely fantastic stuff and I've also seen them be dreadful so yeah yeah, this is a huge red flag for me this game absolutely okay then Villa Man United then I think for me anyway this one's a bit more clear-cut Villa are seven to two the draw is 14 to five and Man U are three to four favorites I'm well on the side of Man United here three to four is not bad you know considering they've got an unbeaten away record I think you mentioned it last week on the pod They've got nowhere near enough credit and recognition for that, as they should have done. Uh, played 17, won 10, drawn 7, lost 0. Um, I think they've got every opportunity of going away to this Aston Villa side. They've got nothing to play for. Mid-table, fantastic season. Won one of the last four games. Um, and I think, yeah, Manchester United, in the form they're in, uh, should get a steady call. Yeah. Couple of caveats, obviously, uh, with Man City playing the day before, um, you know that's going to have some bearing on how United are feeling in in terms of the title. Uh, first thing I did when I looked at this game was have a look at Jack Grealish. Uh, apparently, Tom, he told a source that he is about seven days out from uh, playing again. And do you know who he told? Who the source is? Ooh. Um... No. It's Prince William. Uh, Prince William. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Famous Villa fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Prince William made a visit to the uh, Villa training ground. And yeah, he asked about Greenish's injury. And Jack said um, about seven to 10 days. So a United appearance seems unlikely. And Villa have just been not been as good without him and that is no disgrace we're talking about one of the best attacking players in the league they've won three of 11 without Grealish uh, 16th in the form table so also I'm expecting United to have a we're recording this on a Thursday night uh, so the United Roma game is going on and I expect that to be comfortable for United and uh, yeah come and get a win I think three to four is a good price I just find that really funny that Grealish has told something to Prince William, given him a bit of info, and the Prince has just obviously had a, a, a loose mouth about it. Whether it's uh, a secret or not, who knows? But <laughs> wasn't um, wasn't it Grealish or Villa uh, involved in uh, fancy football? Yeah, that was Villa. Yeah, that was Villa. Yeah, um, wow. it, it was about Grealish, I think, because a load of yeah. Villa players took Grealish out of the fancy football. That team. was it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
Villa yeah. have got some uh, tightening up to do. It like. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly seems like it. Um, okay, up next then we've got West Ham against Everton. The Hammers are thirteen to ten. The draws twelve to five, and uh, the Toffees are twenty-one to ten. So West Ham favourites. I I don't know if I trust them enough to get the win. I think it'll be a decent game. Um, I'm personally going to go for both teams to score here. Nice. It's four to six, so spread X do agree with me, uh, and that's mainly because you know West Ham games five of the last six have been both teams to score. And if we look at Everton, three of their last five have been both teams to score as well. West Ham still to keep a clean sheet. Definitely capable of scoring goals, especially with Antonio back in the side. Uh, I think it'll be an entertaining game this one. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Not sure which way it's going to go. I haven't been convinced by Everton all season. Um, and West Ham, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, I thought their form was a little bit unsustainable. A couple of the numbers weren't quite adding up for me. And I'm still not ready to back them. So I think both teams to score, Tom, is probably as smart as it gets. Right then, the last game on Sunday is Arsenal against West Brom. Arsenal, the favourites at four to nine. The draw is seven to two, and the baggies at six to one. Um, I am going nowhere near Arsenal. Arsenal at that price, <laughs> even though West Brom pretty much all but relegated. I just don't trust Arsenal one bit. And there are far better things to bet on this weekend in the EFL at a similar price to what Arsenal are. Uh, yeah, don't go near it. No, no. I've got one cheeky little little tip, and it's both teams to score. Five to six. Uh, West Brom have one of the form players in the league in Matty Pereira. Uh, he's their top scorer with nine this season, and I think it's fair to say he's not going to be um, at the Hawthorns next season, and mm-hmm. yeah, they, they've they've uh, done really well recently. They've scored in three of their last four, including hitting three against Southampton, uh, which won you that bet, Tom, and two against Villa. So uh, five, obviously, in the previous game uh, against Chelsea. So they, they've been hitting the back of the net, and you know I don't really trust Arsenal to keep a clean sheet. So uh, that's something that. I think is a little little cheeky one there. Yeah, yeah, I can see that one. Um, finally, then Fulham against Burnley. Fulham are priced at five to four. The draw is twelve to five, and Burnley are nine to four. Uh, it's really interesting, isn't it, with Burnley? Because if I read you out these stats over two point five in six consecutive games, both teams scoring in seven of the last eight games, that doesn't sound like Burnley, does it? No, not at all. It's and it's like. The shackles are off. I hate that saying, um, but I'm going to use it because it describes it perfectly. It's just, you know, this kind of rigged, uh, rugged Burnley that we've been seeing, it's just gone. Yeah, and Chris Wood is uh, profiting from it, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, mentioned, I think I mentioned last week, it's his third or fourth season in a row where he's hit double figures. So yeah. Um, yeah. big shout out to Chris Wood. But yeah, I, I want to back Fuller, uh, sorry, I want to back Burnley. Um, but I'm, I'm just not convinced. I'm just not convinced. Um, I think there are better things to bet on this weekend. Yeah, over 2.5 goals is evens. And like I say, six consecutive Burnley games have been over 2.5 goals. Uh, Fulham, no clean sheets in six consecutive games either. And historically, when these two sides have played each other, 
six of the last seven games have also featured over 2.5 goals. So potentially um, an unexpected candidate for uh, an entertaining game, including goals. Yeah, um, back in January, tail end of January, Burnley did go there in the FA Cup uh, in the fourth round, won 3-0. So maybe that's a good Mm. omen. Yeah, absolutely. So that wraps up the tips for the Premier League. Before we move on to the FL, we'll just talk briefly about our sponsors at SpreadX. SpreadX are the market leaders in spread betting, and they're also branching out into fixed odds betting as well. Why go with SpreadX? I hear you ask. So some of the benefits include they, they offer hundreds of in-play markets across a huge variety of sports. Spread betting is also perfectly designed for cash out if you like cashing out. You can use your skill to trade in and out of markets as the match progresses. You can bet on fun and inventive markets such as corner squared, multi-points and super mega player goal minutes. There's a market for you. Super mega player goal minutes. Um, You can back teams, horses, players to do badly if you think they're going to do badly as well as to do well and win. You can also, like I mentioned, they have spread betting, fixed odds betting and financial spread bets all on the same account. And of course, with spread betting, the more right you are, the more you can win. And it is important to note the opposite does apply and you can lose more than your original stake if you are wrong on your opinions. So it's important to familiarise yourself with the risks of each market before you place a bet. But go to spreadix.com. Definitely well worth checking out. Yeah, please do check it out, guys, and uh, support this show. Uh, Me and Tom would really, really appreciate it. And yeah, now, Tom, it's a good time to have a look at the EFL, uh, Premier League tick, time to championship. So as we mentioned, lots to be decided. In the championship, uh, all eyes are on the relegation picture and Mm. everything else is, is sewn up. I've got two things that I like in the relegation picture, Tom. So if you don't mind, I'm going to read them out back to back. Um, so first of all, we're going to have a look at the Derby-Sheffield Wednesday game. Um, I'm going to tip Derby to score first. So Derby first team to score is uh, the market. It's 17 to 20. Uh, Derby have scored first in three of their last five games. Uh, they have gone on to chuck every lead away, but we don't really care about that uh, from this gambling perspective. Um, so, yeah, three of five, they've scored the first goal. And for Sheffield Wednesday, 91% of their away games this season, they've conceded at least one goal. Me and Tom are Forest fans, as regular listeners will know. Uh, new listeners, uh, you've just found that out. I'd love nothing more than Derby to get relegated this weekend. I can't see it happening. Uh, I've seen Sheffield Wednesday up close against my own team last week and recently and before that as well, and they're just not good enough to go to uh, Pride Park and get a result, I don't think. So I'm looking mm. probably at maybe a 1-0 to Derby. Um, not confident enough to tip the Rams on the nose, but 17-20 for him to score first, I think, is a great bet. Mm, yeah. This is the thing, isn't it, with this relegation battle? It's like, who's the least worst? Derby, Sheffield <laughs> yeah. Wednesday and Rotherham. They are all absolutely terrible. They're all on shocking runs of form. Um, so it's whoever is the least worst on the day out of the three of them. And I, I think you're probably right. Under 
um, eight to eleven. So that's not too bad. You know, we we think considering the stakes, it will probably be a, a tight kg affair decided by the odd goal. So Definitely. that could be another option for this. Definitely. You're looking at Derby have scored 33. That's one of the lowest in the EFL. So that's out of 72 clubs. I think they're the second or third lowest. So wow. very, very alarming for Derby. Um, can't wait to watch it though. Uh, and yeah. the second part of it, Tom, is completely opposite really. Uh, Wickham go into the final day with... A shot. It is unbelievably. Uh, there are so many things that need to happen. They are essentially relegated. But this is Wickham. This is Gareth Ainsworth. If you give them an inch, they're going to try and take a mile. Uh, so they've got Borough away uh, on their final day. I'm going to go for both teams to score. It's four to six. As I mentioned, Wickham have to go for it. Is this Gareth Ainsworth's last game in charge of the chair, boys? Possibly. Um, they, they've all been about the impossible dream since he's, since he's taken over. And I can't see them going to the Riverside and not performing. I think he's going to have them bang up for it. However, they've got to go. They've got to score a ton of goals. They've got to go and win. And that's going to leave gaps for Yannick Bellassi, Duncan Watmore, etc., uh, Wickham have scored in eight of nine, which is really impressive, and Borough have scored in five of six. I can see Wickham possibly winning, uh, but they're definitely going to concede, I think. So four to six is uh, the price for the both teams to score. Yeah, I really like that. I had, one, had that one written down myself. I, I think if my maths is about right, if Wickham want to stay up, they'll need to win about... 13 nil, something like that. 14 nil. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, um, good luck. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think good they'll luck. score, though. They'll, they'll give it a good shot, I'm sure. They'll give it a great shot. Yeah, of course. Um, they're going to they're gonna chuck everything at it, aren't they? I think another absolute banker this week are Brentford away at Bristol City. Brentford are priced at four to six. Um, no losses in 11 consecutive games. They're coming into this playoff campaign in, you know, very good form now. Like I say, no losses in 11. Um, they've just beaten Watford. They've beaten Bournemouth away two games before that as well. So these are top sides that they've beaten recently. Kept clean sheets against both. And Bristol City are in absolute free fall. Um, no wins in the last nine games. Discontent in the squad. Nigel Pearson needs a summer overhaul, summer clear out. Uh, I think there's only one way this is going to go, and it's a Brentford winner. I think it's going to be an extremely comfortable win. Yeah, um, this is one of the more alarming, um, more alarming standouts, I'd say, in the '92 this weekend. Uh, Bristol City over the last 12 games, only, the only team in the Championship with a worse record is Derby. And Bartos mm. Bielkowski, I think I've butchered his name, uh, the Millwall goalkeeper after their win, said Bristol were gone. They looked like they wanted to go on holidays already. They didn't care. I'm sorry. I think they are the worst team we've played this season. So <laughs> that, I think, speaks volumes from an opposition goalkeeper after Millwall's win against them on the weekend. So, yeah, I'm yeah. all in on, on uh, Brentford, Tom. Absolutely. I think you just got to double check, haven't you? Because Thomas Frank, you know, may shuffle his pack. 
So just to double check yeah. that. Yeah. Um, if you've got nothing else, because you mentioned the two relegation ones, just one more from me before we move into League One. I think Bournemouth should get a win, four to six at home to Stoke. We're talking about these playoff sides shuffling the pack potentially. Bournemouth are a team who I think need to play their strongest eleven. They need to get a win here because they looked like they're on a really good run of form. Well, they were on a really good run of form. They won seven games in a row. Then more recently, they've lost to Brentford away. And then last weekend, they lost to Wickham at home. They've not scored in either game. So I feel like they need to take this opportunity against the Stoke side at home with nothing to play for to get a win on the board and just get that winning feeling again to get a little bit of motivation and to you know, carry them through into the playoffs. Because I think that, that loss to Brentford at home could be uh, important psychologically for both sides. So Bournemouth need to get a win on the board here. Yeah, Stoke are just so depressing. I, I mean, if if you're a Potters fan, I would genuinely encourage you to get in touch with us at T underscore FB podcast on Twitter. I would love to talk to a Stoke fan about the last couple of years because, my God, they are the epitome of, of stale, I think. Um, since the 20th of February, when they'd be a good Luton side, 3-0 at home, and they've only managed three wins and they've been against Wickham, Derby and Bristol City. And we've just mentioned on this pod, Wickham, bottom of the league, Derby facing League One, Bristol City uh, over the last, I think, 12 games. I think I said um, second worst record in the league. So Stoke, mm. Stoke are basically sitting ducks. And yeah, Bournemouth need to go there and need to rack up a good 2-3-4-0 win, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, league One then? League One, uh, talking of teams that have already cemented their playoff spot, needing a little bit more um, momentum, Blackpool, I'm going to start with the Tangerines that have been a real favourite of the podcast boys since the turn of the year. <laughs> 13 to 20 for the Tangerines there against a Bristol uh, Rovers side who are already relegated. Very similar to Bristol City, actually, Tom. I sent you an article the other day and it said Joey Barton said that he wants to make his players suffer this preseason to pay back <laughs> for their poor performances this season. I mean, I, I'm no football manager, obviously, but I, I just feel like the, the divide between Joey Barton and his players must be at an all-time high. <laughs> Um, he wants to make them suffer because of how bad they've been and their attitudes and all this stuff. Um, he also mentioned their, their chewing tobacco um, habits. He's not happy with that either. It's just not a good camp. And Blackpool have kept three clean sheets in a row after a mini wobble. Uh, this is the perfect momentum game for them to get a win. Bristol Rovers have lost four in a row, all against decent sides in the top ten which Blackpool are. And yeah, I think this will be a routine home win for the Tangerines. Yeah, absolutely agree with that one. Um, up next, Oxford. Oxford are priced at 4-7 to seven to get a win at home to Burton Albion. I think they'll do so. This is a side who need to win, really, to have a chance of getting into the playoffs. They're currently one point out um, behind Portsmouth. So uh, a win... Providing Portsmouth don't win, should see them into the playoffs. Um, four to seven, as I say, I think they'll win, but 
I'm actually going to go a little bit further with this one. And I reckon you're going to get Oxford to score over 2.5 goals. And it's 2-1. to one. Really good price. Oxford are fantastic at scoring goals, especially in recent weeks. Um, so going back six games ago, when they beat Crewe 6-0, since then, they scored 4, 3, 1, 3 and 3. So, you know, goals are everywhere in Oxford's games. Oxford to score over 2.5 is 2-1, to one, but you could probably get Oxford to, to win and both teams to score here as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think the, this is a little bit of a theme uh, for League 1 and 2 for me. Uh, things that are open are more towards the top end of the tables in these leagues, so playoff spots and a couple of autos as well. So, yeah, I'm also kind of backing teams that really have to go for it this weekend, basically. Um, I'm going to use that segue, Tom, and talk about Sunderland. Uh, Sunderland, home to Northampton. Sunderland are priced at 8-15, to 15, so another team odds on. I uh, said last week that they had to win against Plymouth um, to get rid of this streaky Lee thing and you know just kind of get back on the horse a little bit. They did so. They won 3-1, and they're playing against another poor side, arguably even worse than Plymouth. Uh, Northampton, uh, they've conceded 12 in their last six games, Northampton, so averaging two a game. Uh, and yeah, the stadium alight is probably one of the last places uh, you want to finish your season when you've already been relegated. I think it's a good tune-up game, uh, Sunderland 8-15. Yeah, absolutely, completely agree with that one. Just one more for me. Uh, I'm going to go with goals. Gillingham against Plymouth. This is two sides who have got absolutely nothing to play for. So I'm expecting goals, put on a spectacle. Potentially, this could be the game where you get your eye followed past four, although it could well mm. be the Oxford game. Um, both both teams to score in seven of the last eight games between the two sides. Uh, over 2.5 goals also in seven of the last eight games between the two sides. In the league, five out of the last six games for Plymouth have been over 2.5 as well. Over 2.5 here is 4-6. to six. And like I say, those stats, combined with the fact that they've got nothing to play for, it's the last game of the season, give it a go. Mm. I think we're going to see uh, see plenty of goals here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I've got I've got three more, so I understand three that, more? That, that was your last one. So I'll try rattle through them relatively quickly so people don't get kind of sick of hearing my voice. Um, let's start with Charlton Hull. Charlton Hull, both teams to score is my tip here. It's 8-11, to 11, so another odds on. Charlton, three of the last five, uh, both teams to score. One of the ones that was not both teams to score was a 6-0 win, so I almost feel like I want to count that one. Uh, Hull, four of six, uh, both teams to score, and the other two were 3-0 wins. So these two, definitely not goal shy. Hull, actually, highest scorers in League One. And Charlton need a win, Tom, for playoff aspirations. Uh, and you know Nigel Atkins is going to have them right up for it. Um, Hull uh, title and promotion sewed up. So I think that will be an entertaining one. Any thoughts on that before I move on to the Lincoln game? Agree. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Definitely. Cool. Lincoln Wimbledon over 2.5. Another tip, 4-5 to five here. Lincoln, their position in the league 
is to be confirmed. They're, they're going to be in the playoffs, but they could finish as high as third and as low as fifth, uh, which obviously will affect their kind of seeding. Um, three of their last five for Lincoln, over 2.5. And AFC Wimbledon, five of their last six, Tom, over 2.5. Possibly Joe Piggott's last game for Wimbledon. Plenty of speculation over his future. He needs one more league goal to hit 20. So there's an extra little incentive there. Any comments before I move on to Portsmouth? Again, sounds good to me, yeah. Lovely. And I'm predicting a good weekend in the EFL for entertainment. Pompey Accrington, over 2.5 goals. (laughs) Uh, 8-11. Portsmouth, they need to match Oxford and Charlton's results. They are in the driving seat, so they are the hunted. So as long as they win, they're all sorted. Obviously, failing a win, they just need to make sure that they match Oxford and Charlton's results to cement that spot. Three of the last five games of Pompey have been over 2.5, and in three of those games, they've conceded three goals as well. Uh, So just a little heads up there, there's been lots of goals at Fratton Park for Portsmouth. And Accrington Stanley... Their promotion rush ended quite a while ago, um, but four of their last five have been over 2.5, and the missing one, the fifth game, was a 1-1 draw. So uh, there's definitely uh, scope for goals in this game as well. Yeah, can I tell you my League One playoff prediction now? Or, yes, you know, Who's going to make the playoffs? Anything to break up my voice. Go on. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be Portsmouth. I think this is a really tough game. Um, I'd agree. Accrington, Accrington's form recently, you know, for a side who are very comfortably mid-table, could potentially, you'd forgive them if they kind of drifted away at the end of the season, went on the beach, as we'd say. However, um, they've drawn 3 all with Portsmouth a couple of games ago. They've drawn 3 all with Sunderland away. Uh, they drew one all last week against Charlton. They've drawn 0-0 away at Blackpool a few game weeks ago. So they're ending the season really strongly against sides in and around the playoffs. Um, this is going to be a tough one. Very it tough is. one. For Portsmouth. I agree. So who's going to make it then? Oxford, Oxford. are you going for? Oxford. Yeah, definitely yeah. Oxford. I don't think I don't think Charlton will beat Hull either. Um, no, I'm not, I don't, I don't think they'll beat them. I don't know if Hull are going to win or if it'll be a draw, but I don't think Charlton will win. I think Oxford will win and that'll be enough. Yeah. Uh, goal difference as well. So as we record Oxford and Charlton on 71, goal difference from Charlton to Oxford is four. Uh, so they're four back. So yeah, uh, they would need a, a bit of a swing. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm back in Oxford, but I think there'll be goals in uh, all three teams' games, I think. Yeah. And uh, something I don't think we've mentioned it, did we? Um, League One is played on Sunday at 12 o'clock. It's yeah. not a Saturday. It's not Saturday. So No, 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 no. Championship and League Two are both Saturday. Um, League One is Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Every team gets its kind of moment in the sun for the nation, doesn't it? So I, yeah. I, I quite like that. Uh, yeah, I agree. League Two, Tom. I'm going to let you kick us off. I've got four or five in League Two, so mm. hopefully mm. you knock a few down. No, completely agree. First one I like the look of is Morecambe. 8-13. to 13. I know in our little uh, running prediction thing on Twitter that you did, you predicted Morecambe to go up. Um, they're in with a fantastic chance. 
there are two promotion spots still for them to uh, to aim for. They're a point behind Bolton. They're two points behind Cambridge. All Morecambe can do is win this game and hope the others slip up. 8-13 to 13 against a Bradford side who haven't won in six consecutive games. They've lost five of those games. So they're in no sort of form whatsoever. It's kind of like a perfect opponent for Morecambe. Uh, and Morecambe, are, you know, they're doing really well in this running. They've won four of the last five, uh, scored four goals in their last two home games, both of them. So their home form is strong. I think for me, Morecambe are the, the one side in League Two who I feel I can trust to win this weekend. Do you know when you've got a win and hope others slip up? I feel like that's a lot less pressure than being one of the teams that are currently in the uh, the promotion spots. Yep. Yeah. The uh, hunter as opposed to the hunted. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, Morecambe eight thirteen priced up like a promotion side really aren't they uh, I mm-hmm. I don't know if we've seen them that short before uh, and also an extra caveat is the team they're chasing Bolton away at Crawley not that easy Crawley no. are capable not that easy and I've not got Bolton down on my uh, on my notes to tip this weekend I no. haven't have you no no way not not convinced especially after last week which we will talk about shortly uh, Exeter this is another team, uh, a hunter rather than a hunted. Um, Exeter are hunting down Forest Green Rovers. So Exeter have got Barrow at home. Exeter, remember the, seven, uh, the playoffs are 4th to 7th in League 2. So FGR in the last spot on 70 points. Exeter one back on 69 uh, Exeter, home to Barrow. Tom, is this the most perfect opponent to have in League Two? And I ask you that um, for Exeter specifically. And the reason I'm asking you this is because I typed into Google Maps how long it would take to drive from Ex- from Barrow to Exeter. It's going to take, without traffic... Five hours and 38 minutes. So It's a fair journey. <laughs> I'm thinking Barrow have survived, right? They've got the joint second worst away form in League Two. They celebrated the other week, and rightfully so. It was almost like an end of the season. We've stayed up. First season at this level. We've done it, lads. Pat on the back, and rightfully so. I absolutely love watching it. I'm a big Rob Kelly fan. Who isn't? Uh, I'm sure he will do his best to have the boys up for it, but they're safe and they've got to travel to Exeter and Exeter really need a win and you've got the second worst away form in the league. Do you really want to play this game? Honestly, I can't I can't imagine it's the most enticing for the Barrow lads. So for me, Exeter, 8-13. I think this is one of the best bets in League Two this weekend. I completely agree. Yeah, completely agree. <laughs> Barrow aren't going to be asked about this game whatsoever. Job is absolutely done for them. You know they they aren't going to be as up for it as uh, as Exeter by any stretch of the imagination. No. So yeah, Exeter eight thirteen. Tom, what's up? What's next? Port Vale, home to Mansfield, priced at thirteen to eight. I appreciate for anybody who who might be listening thinking Mansfield are on a good run. 
Yes, they are. But the price has well and truly sucked me in for Port Vale, <laughs> um, as has their uh, their recent form. We mentioned it quite a lot on the show. They did lose last weekend away at Grimsby. Um, but before that, they'd won eight of the last nine games at home. They've won four consecutive games. They've beaten Newport, they've beaten Exeter, they've beaten Morecambe and they've beaten Bradford. So, you know, Morecambe, Exeter and Newport, all playoff promotion chasing sides, dispatched. Um, So that's very impressive home form they've got recently. And I think I'm going off that rather than, you know, I, I appreciate Mansfield are a tricky opponent, but I think this could be a really good price if it if it goes to to form. Well, Port Vale's form anyway. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, Clough the Magic Dragon, not as magic anymore, is he? Um, Mansfield uh, finishing the season at the highest level they can finish is is fifteenth. So. A little bit of a disappointing end, but I'm sure I'm going to have my eyes on them next year, as I do every year with Mansfield, and and we'll go from there. Tom, let's talk about Salford. I just mentioned the chase for uh, seventh. Uh, So we've got, we mentioned Forest Green, 70 points, Exeter, 69. Salford are in with a shout on 68. Uh, Obviously, they're the outsiders here, but again, another kind of hunter tip they've got to go on better exeter and forest green they're going to go all out i think uh they have a decent home game uh, against leighton orient who they're in a bit of limbo aren't they they've got joby mackinoff in there he's done okay will they secure him as their manager i'm not sure you know what's going to happen what direction they're going in they've had a good season but they've lost to carlisle and south end in the last two and there's a few signs that they'd rather, you know, not go <laughs> to Salford <laughs> on on, uh, on Saturday and they'd rather just give them the points. Uh, but yeah, as I said, Salford have got to go there. Uh, their goal difference is five back on Exeter as well. So I think, you know, they need to go all out and, and try and absolutely hammer Leighton Orient. So Salford, 8-15. There's a lot of that price floating around this weekend, understandably so. Uh, should yeah. get the win. Yeah, I can definitely see Salford getting the win. They were the last team I had down on oh. my sheet. Um, so you take it away with any more you've got. Yeah, just got two more, so I'll rip through them. I mean, is it the EFL and League Two segment without talking about Oldham and goals? Oldham and Forest Green uh, are playing against each other on Saturday. Both teams to score is my tip, 8-13. to 13. Um, Oldham... I mean, we've mentioned it so many times. Most amount of goals in both ends. Scored 72, league high. Conceded 78, league high. What a crazy season for the Latics. And as I mentioned, Forest Green need to hold off Exeter and Salford. They haven't been firing them in, but they they secured a big win over promotion rivals Tranmere last time out. Um, They scored two in that game. I'm thinking that with Oldham and Forest Green, Oldham, you know, kind of their season tendencies and the fact they're not playing for anything and the fact that Forest Green have got to go and and get a result, I think this is going to yield goals. Uh, The only little skid mark on this is Ebu Adams stupidly sent off last time out for Forest Green. 
uh, for me, is probably their best player, and he's going to be missing now mm. after a red card. So, yeah. silly boy. And under the radar pick, Tom, for League Two, probably my second best pick in this division uh, after Exeter, Stevenage. Uh, I know we mentioned off air that you were not convinced with this, and I am going, I am in my day job a salesman, so I'm going to do my best to sell this to you. We've got (laughs) Stevenage, Stevenage away at Scunthorpe. Tom, Scunthorpe, I, I do my research, as you know, I look at lots of things. Something I looked at here was the form table. Uh, typically, the website I use, you get the last six games, the last eight games, the last 10 games, the last 12 games, and the last 15 games. Scunthorpe at bottom of every single one that I can find. <laughs> every That's single terrible. one. Pretty it's hell. shocking. They're lucky that the season doesn't go on for another month or possibly even two weeks because they're only four points clear of safety. Uh, Obviously, they are safe, uh, just to confirm. But if it went on for another couple games, Tom, with a form that Southend and Grimsby have shown, I'm convinced they'd go down. They've won one in 15. And for me, Stevenage have been a success story this season. Obviously, next year, the expectations will rise uh, because of that. And I think... They've, they've been good enough this season to suggest that they can go to Scunthorpe and get a win, even in a dead rubber game. Um, they have lost recently to Cheltenham and Cambridge, but these are two sides, especially in Cheltenham, uh, in their case, they're a League One side now. Cambridge expected to join them. Uh, but this tip is all about Scunny and how bad they are. Stevenage, 10-11. to 11, I think that is a really good pick. Yeah, well, if we're going to have bad Scunthorpe are, yeah, I completely agree. Um, the Stevenish side concerns me a bit. That's why I wasn't convinced. But, you know, Scunthorpe are so bad, aren't they? So you'd think last game of the season with no with no re- real like reason or need or desire to turn it round, and you'd hope they wouldn't. Yeah, so they are the tips for the weekend. Uh, Tom, let's recap last week's bomb-proof trebles. It was chaos in the EFL. Yeah, and we were well and truly stung by the chaos. Um, I'll go first. Uh, they were both as equally as bad as each other, I think, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. So sorry to everybody who did put these on. Uh, not our finest week. Um, Blackpool, for me, away at Northampton. They did win 3-0. That's as good as it got. I had Rochdale. At home to Doncaster, and considering Rochdale needed to win to have a chance of staying up, they ended up losing 2-1. And finally, Port Vale, away at Grimsby. This is a Grimsby side already relegated. Uh, Grimsby actually won 1-0. So, yeah, I was stung by two teams with nothing to play for. Yeah, lovely. Just what you want. Uh, Similar story for me. I had Oxford to beat Shrewsbury away. They did so 3-2. Three seasons in a row now. Uh, Oxford have beaten Shrewsbury away from home 3-2, by the way. Uh, So keep that in the notes for next season, Tom. Uh, I had Salford away at Colchester. They lost 1-0. That moved them out of the driving seat for that final playoff spot. So that was a big loss. And then I had Bolton to seal promotion. And I've been hammering Bolton all season. Not good enough. Don't like them. 
they they're a team on fine margins. Their XG doesn't line up. Blah blah blah. The one week that I pick them to win, they lose two one at home oh, to Exeter. Mate, uh, that was good in that Bolton game. I I needed Bolton. To, I needed Bolton to win for like a couple of accum- like in play accumulators I had on. I think it was probably worth about 150 odd quid if it won, and it was one all. And then Jeff Stelling was like, "Oh, there's been a third goal in the 95th minute at the University of Bolton Stadium," and I was like, "Oh my god, this is it!" And it was for Exeter, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> have you uh, <laughs> have you seen it by the way? The goal? No, I haven't. Uh, okay, so this might send your blood boiling a little bit. But chasing the win, um, Exeter had a corner and they pretty much threw everyone forward because they needed a win to keep their season alive. And Bolton left two men on the halfway line with right. with nobody. So they didn't match up man for man and they conceded from that set piece. Oh, man. So one of, maybe... One of them, they, they hoof it away and... Hoof it away and those two were in on an open goal and they were sealed promotion. So I, I understand why they did it, but... It backfired and Exeter scored from the corner. So, yeah, a little bit disappointing. But anyway, new week, new opportunity. So if you're new to the show, this is a part where we're going to read out our trebles for this week. They are exclusively boosted by our partners at SpreadX. So if you go to the SpreadX website, and typically if you type in the search bar podcast or the word Tom, uh, (laughs) we, we should come up. And you will not get a better price at any bookmaker on our specific trebles other than SpreadX. Uh, it's for over 18s only. Please gamble responsibly. Do not bet anything you cannot afford to lose. Gambling is supposed to be fun, so please keep it that way. If you need any support, please head to gambleaware.org or you can always send us a Twitter DM and uh, we're more than happy to talk to you about the, the risks of gambling. Yep, go on, you read out your trouble first this week. All right, sweet. So, two on the road, one at home, um, starting off in the Premier League, which is pretty uh, pretty surprising to say it's a big EFL kind of orientated weekend. Going to go for United, Man United, away at Villa, priced at three to four. And then going to drop into League Two. I'm going to go for the two sides that I mentioned were number one and two in League Two for me this week. Uh, Exeter at home to Barrow. They're 8-13. Stevenage away at Scunthorpe, 10-11. Non-boosted, 53-97 returns off a tenner. Little disclaimer, Tom asked me for my treble to send spread X. Uh, hours ago, and I never sent it. So by the time the show's out, by the time the show's out, the treble will be boosted on SpreadX. But right now, you're looking at about fifty-four quid unboosted. And if it's not, it's Tom's fault. Correct. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, Man United check, Exeter check, Stevenage scare me. That's how I feel about that one. Okay, fair enough. What you got up your sleeve? Stating the absolute obvious here, but I'm going to try and end on a high. Um, so I've picked teams that aren't particularly the best odds this weekend, but I want to end us on a winner. So uh, Blackpool at home to relegated Bristol Rovers, 13-20. to 20. Brentford 
uh, away at Bristol City, four to six, and Morecambe at home to Bradford, eight to thirteen. Ten pounds example stake on the unboosted price returns forty four forty two. Nice. Okay. I I wish I didn't like it, but I really do. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I wish I had a, a snarky comment up my sleeve, but no, I'm all in. All in on that, mate. Um, three good sides there against three shocking sides at the moment. So I, I'd agree. Yeah, I'd agree. Okay, <laughs> so let's quickly talk about fancy football, Tom. We're at the business end of the season. I got 43 points. Um, the average was 39 in our fantasy league. How did you do? 38. So, okay. Uh, yeah, just, a, just below average, but... Yeah, it's, well, three, four games to go now in the Premier League. We've got a double game week coming up, which could decide a lot in the Fantasy Football League in particular. Uh, Sean Hayes, though, still top of the tree. No one's catching Sean. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm just having a look now. He's 64 points, I think, uh, if my maths are correct. Yeah, that's uh, right. Clear of David Doherty in second and you you get the feeling that Sean Hayes does deserve to win the £20 free bet um, uh, competition prize. However, wherever you finish is where you deserve to finish. And if David or possibly even a big outsider like Footy Links or David Arias wants to uh, play some trump cards, maybe some random triple captains or bench boosts, he could still mm. be caught. Yep, absolutely. So after Sean... Um, it is quite tight between like two and seven, I'd say. So, yeah, there is still a, a slight opportunity, but yeah, it does look like Sean Hayes with Rybridge United will probably win. Um, if you're not in the league, guys, and you want to join, just get in for next season. Just ask us for the league code on social media and we'll give it you. And there's over 200 teams in the league, 207 to be precise. And again, next season, we'll run it and um, yeah, we'll put a £20 free bet on offer for the winner again. Um, I was thinking, Tom, they usually do your Euros fantasy football. Might be worth rolling that one out, potentially. Definitely. Yeah, we'll see if there's an appetite for it. Maybe yeah. we could run a poll on Twitter. And that's a nice segue to encourage you to follow us on Twitter, T underscore FB podcast. That's where you're going to keep up to date with all your, all your football betting podcast news. I posted a picture of me recording. Sorry. I posted a picture of myself researching the pod, set up my laptop outside, and someone commented that I need to brush the leaves on my table, which was nice. Um, <laughs> t, t underscore FB podcast if you want to join in. Uh, we've got a few new features on there that I would encourage you to check out. Yeah, what is it? Um, guess the player. Who am I? Who am I? Oh, Agonizingly hard, frustrating, <laughs> really difficult. Do you, do you think so? Yeah, maybe it's just my football knowledge, but I no, find no, it really no. difficult. Well, well, we've got we've got one coming out every single day until the end of the month because I couldn't be bothered to schedule any more tweets. So no, that's, a, that's plenty. That's about twenty odd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So plenty of uh, plenty of brain teasers. So yeah, please support the pod, guys. Check that out. I'd really appreciate it. If you do enjoy the show, please leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to the podcast. And of course, as we've mentioned already, spreadx.com forward slash FBP 
bet 25 get 25 offer and help support the pod that week yeah so thank you and go well this weekend uh good luck yeah good luck everyone see you next week